Hi, so, yep, it's been a while since I was here. I'm using this new uh, river, this Riverside thing. I don't know what this is, but I'm using it for some reason. Uploading, oh, it's uploading a high quality recording. Let me turn off my camera. I don't really want to turn it off. I'm talking to myself, by the way. I can edit this in a bit if I really need to. Right, so first of all, um, I need to apologize. I think I did, I apologized last time, didn't I? When I did an episode and the last thing I talked about was, you know, we had the Salt Lake reunion and I think I've been talking to a couple of people offline who um, I've met through doing this show or (laughs) show or doing this podcast or just call it what it is. And I appreciate everyone that listens, especially when I post. And I know that with the amount of content that comes out these days and the fact that I've been so inconsistent with my posting and with following things and then people are still listening and tuning in or whatever, I really, really appreciate that. But I think what I wanted to do was I have wrestled... You might hear me get up now. I'm just going to close my door. By the way, I'm making this conversation as natural as humanly possible. As humanly possible. So, let's see where I am right now with things. So, I have really wrestled with trying to cover this kind of uh, rotation or phase of content that Bravo have been putting out. Now, I think... One of the things on this, with this doing the pod, but first of all, I have said this before on episodes. I need to make this clear, mainly because I think mainly most of you are in the USA who listen to me. The UK does not have the same setup for podcasting as America, a.k.a. I cannot make any money from having a podcast and that goes out and sits on iTunes or Spotify because I cannot put any uh, I cannot pay have Spotify pay and have them put in ads to the podcast we do not work like that here podcasting in the UK is a whole different kettle of fish Um, generally you'll have people that make podcasts then they aim to get sponsorships they'll as well, they'll have to make reels, do TikToks, post their audio as video on YouTube. YouTube, I could monetize and maybe I might move to a YouTube review because you might follow me on there. I do like the idea of doing these reviews and having lives as well. So people may be able to join me. I don't know if you would really follow me on that. Again, I need to give you some context of what's going on at the moment. So let me go back to my point. I make no money from this podcast. I have a full time job. I have a separate kind of career. Um, This is not my career. I want to always do this as a hobby. Now, because of that reason, that is why I think I have the listeners I have, because without no shade to anyone else, 
who is their bread and butter or move into a YouTube world or start a podcast. And you do see this with a lot of the content creators. There's two worlds of housewife content creators. They're either, and I'm going to say their names. You've got people like Up and Adam. You had Sherelle's world. Even Sherelle's moved away from housewives now. Uh, Zach Peters, whatever. And you'll see that they all have a general kind of model. They'll start on YouTube. They'll create a podcast. It becomes their career. I have not got the interest. If I did, I would have started on YouTube from day one. But I don't always look great on camera <laughs> i don't look bad but i don't just i can't be bothered and i've always liked going on to other people's uh shows anyway by the way uh i hate to say this as well neurodivergent brain so deal with help keep up with me so um and you notice that these people it becomes a job or you get other creators who will meet be there will be instagram accounts twitter accounts or x and they will generally be faceless they will keep their identity as hush hush as they can the majority of them are okay but you will find and i'm just letting you into something here and you'll notice this i'm hoping what i kind of tell you here helps you see things in a bit of a different light you will see that twitter housewife accounts and instagram housewife accounts will generally favor a certain wife on a certain franchise and that might be through the different franchises. So you'll have an account where they love Kyle. You'll have another account who loves LVP. You'll have an account that likes Teresa. You'll have an account that hates Teresa um, from Jersey, etc. And they will generally share any kind of, you know, they'll regurgitate and share news and gossip amongst the Housewives world, especially since we've had Scandavol, um and anything else that drops. So, for example, right now we've got, Tamara falling out with Shannon and, and all this stuff. So they will all, but they will all stay and hide behind avatars. And that will be for two reasons. Well, no, a few reasons. They want to keep their identity secret. Um, they don't want to get doxxed because America loves doxing people. They love it. Um, they, they're sharing gossip and it's alleged. They don't want to get into any issues and they may well be protecting themselves because they might have a full-time job and sometimes you'll realize that some of these people have now turned instagram into a full-time job because if they suddenly get their account taken away from them you notice they start posting very uh worried messages and updates because they're literally like this is my livelihood and i can't live without this now it's very much like i'm going to equate it to doing only fans i'm not saying and by the way i've sex work is valid you know i'm fine with all of that but when you move into this and turn it into a career you have to step very very carefully and commit to it because it becomes your bread and butter now like anything this has created a sea of I'm trying to think how to word this nice look i make this podcast i always we always have joked me and my friends that we are educated journalists we've got journalistic integrity and everything we're saying is the truth i always say the word alleged it's gossip i this podcast is me chatting shit in a conversational way now sometimes because of my own tuition 
we will guess things very, very right. When we start to hear stuff backstage as well, I will bring that to the forefront of these shows and share that gossip with you for context. For example, the main thing that um, that drives me will be that there's a narrative that Bravo are pushing about a certain wife or a story. And then there will be what we know is happening behind the scenes. So I'm going to get to my point about that shortly. So, for example, Erica was a big one of this. The way that Bravo still right now to this day are carrying Erica through um, these seasons, despite the fact they know exactly what's happening in her real legal world. Um, and as we've described with Erica, it is a, I don't even know, it's like a cat playing with the mouse. Even though Erica at one, Erica has left, whatever, Erica, Eric, I know, Erica's, Erica's a sociopath anyway, She we've seen that with her, like, she's going to this, uh, psych, she's literally got the therapist to teach her how to pretend that she can feel things. But they've just dropped Housewife and the Hustler. Um, she is in a massive civil case. So is Mikey. Um, the earring story that she's saying on the episodes at the moment in Spain, it's not even true. Luckily, there are brilliant people. I'm going to name check these people for you as well, because they are really the people that I listen to that I can keep myself saying, you know, watch what crappens. I love those guys. I love them. They mix elements of comedy and they still cover these things, but they will still not hide from, for example, letting their audience know what Eric is saying on the show this week is not actually true because it doesn't it's not true. Now, they don't get too um, kind of up, they don't get too overly in, upset or involved because it's really their job and they're comedians. They see the the they see the humor in these shows. And then you've got Dana, Dana Wilkie. She's great as well. She, I've done a show with her, obviously. Um, you know, she was in Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And she is pretty grounded as well. I'm, I'm talking to you now because I've had conversations. And I'd say another person that's good is Giorgio Says. Or Giorgio Says. He is very grounded as well. He's not. I, you will tell when these creators get in someone's pocket because the narrative will slowly start to change because they are no longer um, they are no longer fans and showing you or telling you stories about the housewives. They have been incentivized. They have either been hit up by NBC or even by the camp of an actual housewife or Bravo star. And they have been kind of uh, agreed that they're going to be favoursome with that. For example, if you ever watch Sherelle's World, she will attest to this. Hence why the last thing she did a show on was Candy announcing she was leaving. And Ka Sherelle is well clued up on this. Um, well clued up on how this all works. That they watch these creators. They'll get to a certain followship. I think Kempire is and DJ Richie Sky as well have kept themselves pretty clean. But trust me, you see it. And it's not hard to work out as well. As soon as you see these bumfuck creators, they're 
they're gagging to get to any kind of, I don't know, fucking portable, like, cubic zirconia launch of some housewives dodgy fucking jewelry sale and they just dying to get on the purple carpet and they just do they they're there for their own clout and that's totally fine you do you good for you great 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 but where it's problematic is that they start to spit out a narrative that suits the interests of either the women or the show that's looking on them for example um you know there's there's it's i've gone through this with you all before it's like the wild wild west okay so that's me just explaining to you all and i appreciate this you can turn off i'm i just want to say right now as well i'm going to go i'm not i don't want this to be a massively negative episode but i'm explaining to you why i have found it hard to cover the shows on bravo and enjoy them okay and i will go through them kind of one by one where i'm having a bit of a problem um and i'm going to kind of also just maybe hopefully explain a couple of things as to why nbc and bravo um i know what's going on over there i think there's a lot of spin going on there's a lot of problems. Um, I think there's a lot of cover-ups as well. And I think I can't ignore that the the situation we are in at the moment in the world as well. Um, Andy, I'm just going to say Andy has had certain, he's got a guest on this week. I'm just going to say it now. She's on on Thursday. And with the recent activity she's had online. And he's got her on sat on a solo. And I'm going to let you go look. Then you can Google her name. And you can look her up on YouTube. And you can see how she's been covered. And her problematic. Now look. You might look her up and be like. Yeah great. I agree with every single action she's done. Good for you. Fine. Whatever. Good for you. Like. I think it's like with anything here. But. When I think about how I felt, I have to say, I, if you listen to me from, if I talk about, let's talk about Beverly Hills first. So Beverly Hills, um, I had massive, I was really upset with Beverly Hills when the, and I'm going to carry on calling her 8.5. And just for those who didn't listen to the last episode, I'm talking about Anna Marie. Um, I want to talk about first up because let's right. We'll talk about Beverly Hills first. We've just had the demise of Monica. I'll come on to Salt Lake very, very shortly. Okay. Um what we have is we've got a woman who has exhibited um anti um LGBTQ opinions, transphobic posts within hours of her being people worked out she was cast uh people saw these posts they were full on posts as well and it doesn't take a rocket science i've gone over this with you the producers and mb and bravo must have seen it and remember how late she joined the season she would only came in like a good few weeks she didn't come into our episode five 
she all of a sudden her social media was completely scrubbed right she scrubbed it she's had a very very low um activity on social media as well until strangely enough recently funnily enough when um they've started to reshape her whole story on beverly hills now i'm gonna say as well i'm not happy with any of the women either and i think this is a real indication of actually the problem we are in right now and i'm going to i mean if you don't want to listen to this don't because i I will relate this into salt lake at the moment and i'm going to say as a member of the lgbtq plus community it seems to me ironically i've got a gay man who created fucking housewives and at the moment it feels like they've done what they needed to do with racism Okay, they've done that. Great. You got rid of people. You fired them. You got rid of Jenny Nguyen. You got you did all of this. Right. You tried to make you made extra programming. You tried to diversify your cast members. Even now on Beverly Hills, you've got the still ongoing conversations coming in from Garcelle and Dorit. But it feels like but we're good with anyone, any wife or Bravo star. Corey from fucking summer house if they're transphobic though or they don't or they're or great by the way if they're anti-abortion nah we're fine with that we'll we'll let that come on and it's and i'll say this now i'm angry with beverly hills because they've scrubbed they they kept on filming for her then the husband gets accused of being of rape and he didn't get accused of it He'd already been accused of rape at college, but the statute of limitations in New York got changed so she could bring forward a case. His rebuttal was, I couldn't be guilty because I'm, I would never fuck a virgin. That was his YouTube reply. Now, I've gone through this with you all. Hence, the way that she was edited, that he has hardly been in any scenes, right? Also, you can check out with Andy on of Beverly Hills, the real Andy of Beverly Hills. That Spain trip you are all watching, Anne-Marie was unbearable on it and brought up her views. They are staying in Sigis, which is one of the gayest cities in Spain. It is a haven for the LGBTQ plus community. It is one of the areas that when Spain was in a dictatorship, Right. Ran by an in a Catholic country, Sigis um, in Barcelona and Torremolinos in mainline Spain and the Canary Islands. Get this, because they made so much money and brought in so much, the dictator uh, who was in charge of Spain let the gay, the gay community and the queer community still exist and run there. Because financially, it was making Spain money. And Sigis is one of the most oldest places in Spain. So this fucking bitch, and I'm going to call her a fucking bitch. Apparently, she goes there. They take her to Sigis. And they scrubbed. And you can go check this because they took photos of them on a night out. They scrubbed. They've scrubbed from the show a night they took out. Now, again, I'm going to say alleged, speculative here. Um, 
I don't know if it's true. It may well be. It might not be. Okay. So I've just realised I'm raising my voice. So I need to calm down. So they, and by the way as well, I'm going to say this as well. I'm even more insulted when two of the main producers, and I'm going to say his name. His name's Craig Turner, and he's from the UK, are also fucking gay. Right? Now, I'm not joking here. If I was a fucking gay guy, and I have this fucking bitch, and she comes on fucking set, and she starts firing off all this dumb fucking transphobic shit, and I'm in the middle of fucking Spain, in a gay fucking country, apparently I would be like this. I'd be like, I would have had her made a friend of. Straight up. Now, what they've tried to do, which they've successfully done, is maybe in production they're like, aside from the problematic views, she's such a fucking nause. And nause is my word for someone who brings you to nauseam. We can we can just let the audience dislike her from this angle, which has practically worked until. Right, and this is where I'm fucking livid with the show. I've just got to be honest with you, okay? I don't understand the sound bites where Sutton's like, we're just, we love hard, we fat hard, we're really close. Bullshit. I'm going to tell you right now, fucking bullshit as well. Um, Kyle didn't announce separation till the end of filming. There's some other nuggets in here. I didn't hate this season. Crystal and Anne-Marie had a massive blow-up with Anne-Marie. Apparently, she made that trip unbearable. They have edited this trip to fuck. They've missed a night out as well. And apparently, Crystal and Anne Crystal went for Anne-Marie for these views. And I firmly believe that the network has barred any of the women hinting any of this drama, any of it, any of it. They were like, we're going with the Asokova story. She's she's annoying in that respect. This is what we're going to do. This fucking bird is out here. I'm a critical thinker. Well, we know what that means when you say you're a critical thinker. She's probably going to run with Sherry Shepard and think the earth's fucking flat and run off the edge of it. Her husband is massively problematic. You are in an election year and he's full on MAGA. And fine, if you're listening to me and you're a MAGA supporter, then wow, I don't know how you lasted this fucking long, if you've actually ever truly listened to me. But if you are, then I'm giving you some context here. So she's actually had her a favour done for her, that she has been allowed to behave like this. It's all out there. Andy as well, and this is what where it really fucked me off. Then all of a sudden she gets put... On watch what happens live and andy has got what let me know you her questions they're all about her beliefs and views because we're not stupid the internet isn't stupid you can call us trolls yeah some people are trolls but if i'm asking you to ask if i'm asking you to talk about something that you have genuinely posted and we have got screenshots that you deleted them and you know what you know what? All it takes is, and this is where Andy fucked me off. First off, the husband wasn't on Watch What Happens Live. The husband's hardly on camera. Guess why? Because none of the fucking women want to be fucking near him. Because he's a fucking psycho. He's an absolute fucking psycho, allegedly. Right? 
and he's getting done for rape. And they already don't fucking like her. She's a fucking nut job. He brings her on, lets her talk about her esophagus, and then insultingly, and I'm calling you out Andy Cohen here, and maybe no one noticed this, Andy Cohen puts on the bar the night they book Anne-Marie, he coincidentally books famous um, advocacy um, advocate Candice Kane, transgender woman, trailblazer. Been around for years. Dancer, choreographer, actress, who was actually the, um, bracket in bracket, she was the blonde love interest for Caitlyn Jenner on I Am Kate. That misguided show where, strangely enough, it was a reality show where they managed to get all of these women in, transgender women, scholars, um, actresses who have struggled for years only to realise at the end that, that Caitlin was a fucking Republican and another, uh, well, another dumbass one as well. So he booked a fucking, which is, look, uh, to, to um, publicise um, her charity or this movement he fucking booked her i was like you slimy fucking little ferret and do you know why let me just tell talk you from this from my point of view he knows the whole internet thinks that she's transphobic he's seen the fucking footage of her saying this shit that they've probably edited out because they got called out because guess what? She she'd posted this shit. And then when she was on air, it got called out. Now, I think what happened was it was Crystal that brought it up with her. Maybe she didn't just come out with her unasked opinion. I think Crystal maybe come up out with her. Crystal apparently saw it. Sutton saw it. Garcelle saw it. Even Erica has seen it. Erica is so under their thumb to break because she's got the fucking spin-off erica's making out their friends <laughs> but then erica's got the moral compass of a fried squid so erica hasn't got any friends he meant go back to the what's what happens live thing so he's got candace kane on there next thing you know obviously candace kane it's a great achievement she's been on watch what happens live her audience her audience her curated fans audience, she then, out of nowhere, is like posting who she's on Watch What Happens Live with. She stood next to fucking 8.5. And then Candice, in all the comments, is getting asked why you stood next to her. Because guess what? Andy hasn't even got the balls to ask her, how do you, an how do you answer all of these allegations that you are transphobic? And, and this, because you know what? It's amazing how Bravo and Andy hasn't got the balls to do that. When, if you thought about it, if she had decent PR, she would be, she would be able to do the nice, nice reply and go, look, yes, I've posted these, but since then I've been working with Glad or whatever, you know, while she's got a fucking trans woman stood there behind her and she could have said that, but do you know why he didn't ask that? And do you know why she didn't say that? Because she still thinks what she thinks she's still a fucking transphobe because she is at this top level of fucking ignorance along with martina naratilova where they suddenly think they're not transphobe by the way one thing i'm just going to say to you about transphobes you'll notice 
that all they talk about are trans women. All they complain about will be trans women, trans women, trans women, women are men are men, women are women. You do realise trans men exist as well. Where's the outrage there? They never have any outrage there. These women, biological women, I'll say, cis women, have got no, they do not stand there and fucking complain about trans men. Because they, it's baked in misogyny and fucking ignorance. They're fucking idiots. And I'm sorry if you don't agree. If you don't agree, just fucking stop listening. I don't fucking care. Because this bothers me. I'll tell you what it bothers me. Because do you see, I hope you, you're getting to see my point here. So Candice is there and then she starts getting asked. Well, she's then no longer got Anne-Marie on her socials. Anne-Marie stood next to this fucking woman. Andy and NBC and Bravo thought that was the sign to send people like me, all of the content creators, or everyone on Twitter, they thought that was the suitable message to send to my community, their community as well. This is where it's insulting Andy fucking Cohen. It's your fucking community as well. And that's the message you want to send us. Well, I booked her, I've booked her on with a trans woman, so she can't be that bad. You spineless fucking piece of shit. Fuck off. That, that, by the way, is virtue signaling. That is virtue signaling. And God, fucking Candice Kane is a fucking goddess and she's amazing. Now, the reunion's coming up as well. And I'm telling you now, they have, they, they knew they fucked up this year. Because you know what I think it is? They are trying to keep as many fires. They want this season to go I think 8.5 will, she'll be demoted, she's going to get let go because she's so unpopular and it's just not getting any better. It's, you can't give her a, like, like because, and this is where I'm, I'm starting to lose faith in these shows. So there you go, that's my first point. So I've just not enjoyed watching it. I've just not enjoyed watching it. Like, where's the extra night in Barcelona? The women are all, when I'm watching these women as well, apparently as well, it looks like, look at this, for those of you who are fans of Dorit, I think Dorit's a fucking idiot. Guess what? Dorit's going to take all the shit at the reunion as well, just for the argument she had with Garcelle. And quite rightly, the comments she made about Crystal, that they are going to go for Dorit over Bringing out in the open that any of them had these conversations with Anne-Marie. Because Anne-Marie still thinks it. Anne-Marie's opinion hasn't changed. And they do not want her to say on camera, I stand by what I say. I would have more respect for her to, this is how I believe. This, is, You know, even someone like Vicky Gumbelson. Even the excuse of, you know, I believe in God and that's not what I believe. Whatever. They're fuck, they, they think we're fucking idiots. And also, I'm going to say this now, with producers who obviously have got no due diligence. Because look, everything that's happening with uh, NBC is, why are these people not being checked? So, okay, that's me ranting about Beverly Hills. Now you know why I've been, uh, this is the first notch of me being unmotivated to cover these shows. So let's then move on next to... Um, Salt Lake. So we had Monica. We had this demise. We then had Heather Gay's Black Eye, which no one believes. No one believes it. 
Nobody absolutely believes it. Heather Gay also got away with basically saying to people, um, <laughs> I'm trying to think how to say this. Heather Gay was hinting that members of the production team had given her the black eye. So Heather Gay was obviously on notice. Why did they have that? What you watched at the end of that reunion was exactly what we should have seen on the season three reunion. They had that footage from her night out. They had that footage. This was this is all this is all doesn't make sense. She could have said all of that at the end of the season three reunion and shown them the, the footage. It would have gone again. It would have weighed Jen. It would have. It doesn't make any sense, does it? Federal crime, character witness, she hit me. Yeah. She she can't use the excuse she was scared for her life because she's admitted it now. The Shah family are all still around in Utah anyway. She's no fucking safer now than she would have been if she'd done it last year. How have they only got how have they got that hotel footage a year later? How did the the I believed Monica, the producers knew as well. Lisa Barlow even screamed at Andy and said, you knew what she was up to. This production company are beyond me as well. So, you know, we watched the end of it. I felt bad for Monica. It was, it's, it's, it was just, it's just all a fucking bin fire. And I, I think Monica knew as well. She was like, this is it. I'm done. Heather has fucked up massively she's coming clean they're rounding this all off and they re really they shaped monica into like the jen shah effigy to wrap this up monica became the bolt on to actually the fact that the production company had had this these four women around a federal criminal for years and years and years salt lake city if you go back and watch the conversations and the gaslighting and the way that they were all being treated because of the Jen Shah machine became incredibly apparent. You know, the stories that we heard, she was irrehensible, you know. Oh, I don't even know if that's the right word. Heather as well. Even Heather having the minute at that reunion going, I'm sorry for how I treated you all. Basically, I'm sorry because I was a complete cunt to you all because I was like being coerced by Jen Shah. She's responsible for her own stuff. So, first off, we have these conflicting chats from production, rah, 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 rah. Now, you've got to remember, Monica is on a retainer. Monica is not done with NBC, you know. But let's move on now. So, they're about to start filming. By the way, we already had, so we had, we got Monica with troll accounts. The fucking Tanisha, Heather's still working with her. What the fuck is that about? Um, then look back to what we also had. We had Angie Harrington's husband creating burner accounts. What the fuck is going on in Utah? Now they've hired two new women. Look, the internet is not hard people. They're not trolls. If you took a job, if you take a job, and I think this happens in America, sometimes you take a job and they say, you have to give us your social media accounts so we can check them. That is totally normal for uh, uh, other jobs. 
they the rumors come through that these women have been hired within days one of the women first off it was all nice it was like oh she's an actress on lifetime she's made all these movies next thing you know it comes out she's made a troll account or an account that that's and she's created her husband's insta and fake accounts to talk about her, her husband i don't know but let's go i've just i mentioned up and adam at the beginning up and adam made a video and said why did they bother firing monica when we know one of these women they've hired has got multiple troll accounts and they li and i do believe up and adam and jason by the way they were like what is the point exactly production what is the point lisa whitney heather meredith are you are you looking at what this production company are doing as we've seen they've obviously all lawyered up as well the women because i could tell they had i think if any group of women have got lawyers it's fucking salt lake especially after jen and now with monica and are they not looking online and going who is this fucking bitch then the second woman who's friends with whitney it took them two minutes they found all these posts and what a surprise transphobic and anti-abortion but what did i tell you at the beginning as long as it's not racist hey it's fine people have dm'd whitney and whitney's like i've only just seen them now i in the uk if you got cast on big brother um celebrity uh, uh i'm a celebrity um love island even first dates anything like this a dating company even a naked attraction if it gets found out that anyone that they've cast on these shows even on a game show if it comes to light that these individuals have got a problematic social media account now i'm going to tell you right now you can have your opinion you can share your opinion and you can do what you want with it but know this your opinion does not always guarantee you access and obligation to every single fucking opportunity in this world unfortunately okay it doesn't it doesn't there's a consequence there it's bad publicity it also opens the door for you because look what happened to Anne marie but she doesn't give a fuck they don't give a fuck they don't fucking care and the network is uh, is covering it up even more so because I'm going to move on to girls trip Morocco soon. But because they are in fuck up shit's creek in litigation. So this so then people have sent screenshots of this woman to uh, Whitney. She's like, I've only just seen it. So this production company have done Jen Shah, then Monica. And now they've got these two women. As my friend said, as that as I, you know, me, Luke and Dave, who, you know, Dave and Luke used to always be on the show with me. And actually, that's probably why you've not heard us hardly ever on with each other, because the more we talk, we always we have a group chat. We share the gossip with each other, but the fun we have just kind of dissipated with doing this. As one of as Dave quoted, well, we might as well go to try and we might as well uh, try and cast for the show. It's true. What the fuck is actually going on? How are these fucking housewives? Look, for an example, I'm at least going to give you a prime example. Real Housewives of Sydney just aired. 
Um, Real Housewives of Amsterdam has just landed on UK Hey You. Okay, right. Um, these women that they've hired at least are rich. What the fuck is going on hiring women in Salt Lake City who are who is who's setting up fucking burner accounts for their husband and it's easily trackable? This shit is easily trackable. It's not fake news either. These these are found out by fans. And you've got people who are meant to be um, uh, production assistants working at a production company. Who, who works at these fucking production companies? Who's got qualifications? Who went to uni and did it? Because by the looks of it, and I'm not even just saying it, by the looks of it, what does it take for you to be a faggot? Oh, no, I can't. <laughs> I'm saying that. Okay. What does it take right now from my eyes? I, by the way, I can say that I'm gay. Okay. I'll take it back. What does it say? right now that i get tasked that i've got to go find someone to join a show by the way one of the highest rated shows and i'm just telling you now salt lake doesn't need, shouldn't be sitting on its laurels because you got high ratings because of stunt casting and and a tragic story like a tragic story because of the drama just like um vanderpump rules and look at vanderpump rules next which i'm going to move on to next <laughs> So all of a sudden, I'm sat there now. I've enjoyed Salt Lake. I was like, right, we're moving on from uh, Monica. And then I see this casting again. It's like 8.5 all over again. I'm just like, what are you doing? Just hire fucking women and have normal drama. What the fuck? What the actual fuck? I know it sounds weird. I can cope with someone having a voting intention. It doesn't matter with me. That doesn't matter. Vote for who you want. If they've been supporting people, it's factual. If you get called out for being a Republican or a Democrat, you are. It doesn't matter. But if you're a grown ass person and you're running around in comments saying shit that you really don't need to be saying publicly because one day you think you might want to get on a reality show. At the end of the day, why is Jenny Nguyen okay then? Why did you get rid of her? Why bother? Why? What are you doing, Salt Lake? So again, that's the second thing. Right, let's talk about random pump rules first. Next. Then we've got pump rules. I'm going to tell you straight away now. Pump rules out the gate are an unlikable cast. That is the whole premise of the show. The next issue, though, that I had was... Where do they go from here? I... Obviously, what happened to Ariana was horrific. But they all made so much money from Scandival. All of them. They were like vultures hovering around. I'm not going to go too deep into this. Like, the sandwich shop doesn't even exist at the moment. It's not even open. They made all this money from merch. She got cast. She did Dance with the Stars. She's been cast in Chicago. Great, great, great. They're obviously shaping her up to be the quote unquote the villain by the end of this season, purely because the management company have got know that she won't be doing the show anymore and NBC are going to keep her on the payroll. It's all fucking convoluted because there's an avenue to employ her in other places. Okay. And then you've got the issues with James, who they sat there with at the end of last year. I've talked about James we all talked about James last year we clocked what Raquel Rachel said about James and why they broke up okay 
But then they still called him the number one guy in the group at that reunion. And they tried. Even Andy going, what's it like being the number one guy in the group? What are they all fucking doing? And now it's pretty clear there are allegations of abuse surrounding him. Another bin fire that NBC is in. Bethany might annoy you, chomping in the camera going... And going, oh my God, she has not got the best uh, bedside manner. I agree with you. She is a bit irritating. And look what happened with the dog. The dog learned how to bite because James used to bite it. And it's a fucking cavapoo or a cockapoo. I've got a cockapoo. And I think uh, Graham is a smaller dog. These dogs, it takes a lot for you to train one of these dogs and make it vicious and bite people. Okay. So when Rachel was away in the wellness centre, the dog fucking bit the mum's face off nearly. And they gave the dog up. And I used to love Lisa Vanderpump. This is where I get icky feeling about it. They gave it up at the shelter. And then when someone at the shelter realised that there was money that could be involved in this, they called Vanderpump Dogs right away and betrayed Rachel and the family's trust and let let James come and adopt the dog all for his own storyline and this was all just before by the way Lisa called Rachel and asked her to come back to the show I respect Rachel for stepping away from that show I respect her for getting away from it I think the limit on her to talk about the show has got so long I think she needs to stop it I don't think she should go on something like the traitors I don't think she should do really any real reality TV show again unless it's quite a positive show nothing to do with her dating nothing to do with love it should just be something where maybe something a bit more fun and yeah I'm sorry but Vanderpump Rules right now I'm watching it I'm like meh but again I just am so People, do you know what? People are watching it to just carry on from it, and it's fine. I'll watch it, but I'm, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be covering it now if I was covering it. But now, again, are you kind of understanding why? Now I know those things. I find it hard to watch, especially when I'm watching the spin with the James story. The fact they rolled Ali out this week, yeah, and she was like, and you know, on Sheena's podcast, by the way, <laughs> it's all a fucking joke. It's also convoluted. But look, and then, and then, you know, you've got the Valley show as well. So, okay. And then I'm just going to touch on Miami. Miami, I will say I've enjoyed. Okay. I've enjoyed Miami. Out of the shows, I've enjoyed it. Not liking someone like Larsa when you watch it or Lisa Hochstein is to me, as because when I say I don't like these women, I don't go and troll them and tell them I don't like them. I actually really, I will leave it for the podcast. I won't ever tag them or anything. I wouldn't be like, you're a cunt. Blah, 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 blah. I just don't operate like that. And I think when you watch these shows, every, the whole audience is in agreement. that it's, um, it's pretty, I find it interesting to watch the turnaround that Lisa's had of how she's being received. But again, I'm just going to touch lightly on this. I've, my, I mentioned Martina Natalova, who actually has been worse online than 
8.5's husband. She's been terrible. Amazing. She is raised to the levels of turf and transphobia that J.K. Rowling would be proud of. And then they're all at a fucking pride event. <laughs> honestly. Honestly. So to me, it's very, very clear that Andy Cohen is absolutely fine with... Actually, is has no allyship at all. Has no allyship. I don't... I think they've tried to mute on air or on or filmed interactions about these subjects because they don't want it brought into their current zeitgeist. But unfortunately, the behaviour of these people has brought it into the public forums. <sighs> um, OC, I'm looking forward to, I'll say, because do you know what? So what? Someone's got, someone stole someone's boyfriend. Bring it on. Like, yeah, great. Now, I'm just going to move on next to then the scheduling as well. Like, okay, so I said I was going to talk about Girls Trip. So then we've got the stuff that's going on with Girls Trip. And I have kind of talked about the Variety article. Just so you all know, by the way, the Variety article only had three stories in it. It had the Manzo versus Brandy, Raquel, and it had, oh, no, sorry, four, Leah McSweeney, and it had Bethany. Strangely enough, the the main three, um, no, all four stories, which had very um, polarizing opinions publicly, not particularly that liked either, didn't really cause a problem. Nothing like about nothing about James or anything like this. Nothing about Below Deck, which I went on Dana's show and talked about where the guy got in bed with the fucking one girl when she was drunk on camera. None of that. And they didn't cover that. Because trust me, I wouldn't be surprised if that girl also tried to sue NBC. I wouldn't be surprised if the Manso's lawyers went straight to her and said, you've got a fucking case, love. Duty of care. Margot. It was Margot, bless her. Um, so, you know, they've tried this. Now, all of a sudden, certain wives all championing Caroline. But this is terrible PR for them. I've heard that Girls Trip is dead in the water. Whether I believe Brandy or Caroline, it's never going to air. It's done. By the way, it's never going to air at all. They're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. And it's going to stay like that. And now with the success of the traitors, it looks to me like Girls Trip is dead in the water. There will be no more Girls Trips. They're just not going to bother doing it. They're going to focus on shows like the traitors. That's what I've heard allegedly. So then let's look at what we're doing with the recording schedule for this year. We are in February. We have got no cast announcement for New York. They've not even started filming yet. Dubai. Chanel Ayan went apparently went on and said they're going to air finally in June. I've then heard Caroline Brooks came out and said denounced that and said that's not true. She was pissed. By the way, Caroline Brooks's online um, behaviour is not in line at all with Mr. Andy Cohen's um, polit uh, views at the moment. Caroline Brooks, a Middle Eastern set housewives right now. Is not really something Bravo wants. 
or needs. Let's just say it like that. Um, Jersey been pulled back. We've got no cast for New York. We've got no um, cast for Atlanta. Candy's gone. Apparently they, they did try to get Porsche on and I've got a feeling Porsche's denied it. It looks like they're just going to edge Phaedra back on. So we've got Phaedra who's gone from married to medicine, from girl strip married to medicine and then he's suddenly on Atlanta. The production this year is totally, totally off. And if you ask me, that is a sign that NBC and Universal are having a lot of problems, a lot of lawsuits. Um, they're trying to cancel a lot of things out. They are in trouble. Strangely enough as well, and I brought this up the other day. I'm going to open my door now because it's fucking boiling. I've got the heating on. I need to put some air in. Strangely enough, out of nowhere, certain um, housewives accounts started posting all of the um, ratings. Let me just go through with you some of these ratings that we got out of the blue. Um, let's have a look. These will make you laugh. So let me just go through the ratings. I've got it somewhere. Are they videos? New. These just pictures. He might be. It was a tweet. I'm sorry. Bear with me. Let me go here. Shared media. I'm sure I sent a picture. Oh, God. What's that? Anyway, um, oh, I can't be bothered. It was done by Queens of Bravo. It posted um, all of the ratings. Okay. So out of nowhere, it said, I obviously believe that they had the ratings, but I don't understand how they equated these, um, how they equated these um, ratings, because they all seem to have come out and Apparently, Potomac's got the highest ratings ever. But I just don't believe that they are... I think what they've done, I think the ratings are real. But I think, you know, like the Nielsen chart. The Nielsen chart comes out actually every four weeks, three to four weeks. I think what Bravo and NBC are doing at the moment is it's not, oh, they got four... It's averaging out that they've had these many watchers and listens. They might even be able to bring in the list the what the viewing figures from hey you so they might even be adding in people over in the uk or other countries who are streaming these shows so they're saying right on average we've actually got potomac's doing two million viewers which would make sense you know it's averaging a million over there then you've got a million people around the world who are watching that episode as well like with me and you all of you i know that i've got people that listen from all over so, again, I feel like that's just some great PR. But I think that's what brings me to my last point. Bravo seems to have gone into an era of stunt casting and stunt casting, stunt casting, which, which creates rage watching. Like, people are so fucking angry. Like, I've been so angry in this episode. I'm sorry. 
but I'm angry from a backstage perspective. I'm watching, I'm reading the online people. Andy will go, oh, they're all miserable. They're horrible online and stuff. But at the end of the day, he doesn't care because as long as there's a hashtag and it creates it trending, the network doesn't care what that person's saying, even if they're saying, and I don't think these things, I fucking hate Garcelle. I fucking hate Erica. I fucking hate Sutton. Uh, Kyle is queen. Fucking Wendy needs to get sacked. What the fuck is this? And I've said to I say, like, Wendy is, they need to sort it out. They need to sort out Potomac. But it doesn't matter what the person says as long as the hashtag is contained and the show trends. So you are now hate watching your shows why do i need you can dislike people on there but you have to accept that if an individual that you've cast is a rotter look in the real world do you not understand it's just like the real world i wouldn't hang out with someone if i found out that they did that shit if i followed someone online or they followed me and then I start seeing posts like that do not align with my values and beliefs. I would unfollow them. And I'm just going to let you know now. It's I'm not saying, look, I'm not I am not saying you have to love trans people or you have to be bothered. You might you probably care about feeding your kids and keeping a roof over your head or doing whatever. But on the flip side of that, what you don't need is someone fucking bringing them into a conversation that they've got nothing to do with and chastising them when they're not hurting anyone. Housewives is not a qualified arena to talk about something that they are not qualified to do. Talk about the fucking, you know, you want to talk about women's issues? Then, yeah, bring up abortion, bring up uh, violence against women, bring up misogyny, bring up how men treat you, bring up, uh, bring up the menopause, bring up all of this stuff. Talk about that then. Because men aren't trying to encroach on, this is a predominantly female space and no one's trying to encroach upon it. You know, and I think, the misguidance here is that, and I think this is the realisation I've had, for a while I thought that the Housewives was for the gays. And I've realised now that being a Housewives fan is not a thankless task. But the minute I start to view these women as anything like advocates or gay icons or anyone that, or in the real world would give a fuck about me, then that's when I start to feel disheartened. I have been the victim of having high expectations and I just need to remove those expectations. So am I going to be back? I really, I really don't know. I'm going to have a break for a while. I might have a break until OC comes on. I might do the occasional show with, I've got a guest. Like I've been talking to a great YouTube creator, Karen Huger's wig. He's great. Watch his videos. Um, and if anything interesting pops up, I might come on and record. But for now, I and I might do the reunion. I might do a recap of the Beverly Hills reunion after all three episodes have aired, not the first few. I might do a review. Then I might cover the Miami reunion as well. For context, by the way, The Housewife and the Hustler Part 2 is out. So I highly uh, recommend that you all go and uh, watch that. And see what a fucking horrible, horrendous dog fucking Erica Jane is. And how badly the, the network. 
all I'm asking you is, is how can there be a reality of someone with litigation, accusations, and then you watch a show that they're on, try and paint you? No, this is the nice Erica. It doesn't humanize her. <laughs> it's fucking, it's beyond. So on that note, my advice to you all is watch True Detective Night Country. Watch Feud Part 2, Capote versus the Swans. Enjoy the traitors if you enjoy the traitors. Um, what else is um, really good at the moment? Drag Race. Watch Drag Race. If you don't understand where I'm coming from here and you feel... And if you don't want to, then you don't want to. But I very, I very much doubt that anyone that listens to my show right now with anyone has never da- not heard how I feel about certain things. Excuse me. So this shouldn't be news to any of you listening. But I just wanted to give you context on how I feel. I actually feel better getting it off my chest. I didn't want to keep reviewing shows and moaning every week or every fortnight about them. I thought it was bad. But as I owe it to you for the fact that you sit there and listen to my voice whenever I've been posting and you share what I do. I owed it to you at least to tell you how I feel. And if you don't agree with how I feel or you think I'm being weak and you think I should, that we should just cast these women. And I'm going to leave you with this. If you're going to cast these women, then I at least need, if it's reality TV, for you to have conversations on air. Meredith is a, is, so let's say, for example, I'll leave you with this, with Salt Lake. Okay. Meredith Marks is um, a advocate for GLAD. She's also a, oh, what's called? Oh, whatever. I can't remember the fucking word, right? But she's done adverts for Glad. She's an ambassador. If you're going to, if you're going to cast a woman who has got anti-LGBTQIA views, then you need to be prepared that someone like Meredith is going to have a conversation with this woman and it is going to be on air. And that woman, if she believes what she truly thinks, is going to stand fast in her opinion. And and if that's truly what she fucking believes, then she can die on that sword. And she shouldn't care that people in the public see it. She's been writing all over. And she needs to be prepared for a Meredith to say, well, I don't agree with that. And I don't like that you have those opinions. And that show should air that. Should air it. Yeah. There you go, because that would be reality. That would be the reality that not every look. I'm going to say, oh, no, I said I was going to image. Not everyone has these opinions because they truly, truly believe them. They might watch certain kinds of algorithms. They might be just a bit ignorant. They don't know anyone. I doubt that fucking these people that are shouting about safe spaces and drag queens are, are pedos and all of this shit. They don't know anyone. They don't fucking know any one of us in this community. They don't fucking know anyone. They're talking on people's lives and they've got nothing to fucking do with it. They don't know anyone. But I bet you half of them, if you put them in a room around someone and they had to work with someone or hang around with someone that was trans or gay or lesbian. And trust me, it's happened all of my adult life. I've been around people where I could feel that they didn't know what to do around me because they realised I fuck men. Six months later, two, not even six months, days in, the questions start, the inquisitiveness, the, the questions making them feel comfortable. And I don't care. 
And as soon as you start to humanize yourself and it becomes as simple as I just am attracted to different people. And generally, the way that men are, you have to tell them you don't fancy them. As soon as they realize it's not a big deal, they get on with their fucking life. And they eat, sleep and shit like the rest of us. And they leave me to eat, sleep and shit. And that's what I'm saying. And I'm sorry, but something is, there's no reckoning coming. But if that's, anyway, it is what it, I'm not even going to say it is what it is, that's such a shit thing. Thank you for listening. I am going to upload this. I might turn comments on. I don't know. But look, still, watch these shows. If you don't care about any of this, then watch these shows. But, you know, don't buy their merch. Don't buy their shit. Don't buy fucking anything that they try and flog you on Amazon or Instagram. Don't fall into that fucking trap. (laughs) Just watch the shows. (laughs) Right. Take care, everyone. And I'll see you soon.